The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. I'm in Wes's house. Test yours. Test, test, test. I'm in my own house. He owns. He owns ha, that. Ha 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 ha. Am I good? Could it? So I should probably I think you're stay good, like right. Are you right comfortable? Uh. You get you comfortable. Free Pizza, your platform for creative. Today we have the one and only amazing, unrivaled, beautiful Wes Richardson here. So as he, what's up? As he shakes his hair back and forth. <laughs> Brother, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm just in the middle of uh of doing my thing, working. But yes, yes. Now I'm now I'm drinking some uh, grapefruit uh, jaritos. I can never pronounce the name of that that the drink. And so say it one more time. Haritos. Haritos. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. I don't want to get the bottle out. <laughs> We're close enough. It's really freaking good. And I'm, I'm very grateful for this. This is, this is Cheers. amazing. Cheers, actually. You know what? Yeah. Yes, we're here. Right, I've been wanting to interview you for a very long time. Um, Wes is a director, um, animator, and um, just all around badass, man. You know, do a lot of videos. Do a, You've probably seen Snatch of Snacks. If you haven't, I'm going to link everything after the interview, of course. Um... But yeah, dude, so where did this all get started for you, man? Like, where where, where did this begin? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess from the time I was a kid, I've always drawn, like, painted, you know, whatever, just been a creative person. My, my mom was always painting. My dad was, like, sometimes, like, drafting stuff for his, like, he he works in, was working in construction. Oh, dude. And so, yeah. uh, so I kind of got a little bit from my parents, and then I went to North Carolina State University for... Uh, to focus in graphic design. That's sort of where I uh, started with the animation stuff. Really? Um, it was it was an elective uh, course, but you know most of the, most of the time spent was like uh, just heavy heavy on the the graphic design theory part of it, and just learning about typography and composition and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, I think it was my my senior year when I realized because like, I think our our senior year we were focusing a lot on. Uh, web and interactive and stuff like that that's what they were trying to push uh all of us to get into but i was more on the motion graphics side mm. i just liked that for some reason because i don't know i just thought it was cooler uh i don't know so and i i think that was one thing i i got uh reactions from from some of my classmates like oh man you're not gonna make any money doing that I'm like, <laughs> doing motion graphics <laughs> yeah yeah just like i don't know i mean uh, the people I'm following, you know, they Making seem to be doing money. fine. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, I, we had, a, there was an alum from NC State, Matt Chikowsky, who, if anybody has seen the movie Minority Report with that Tom Cruise. familiar. Okay. It's like a Steven, I think Steven Spielberg uh, directed that or produced it or whatever. But Matt, uh, at the time, was in LA and I can't remember how he got linked up with that job, but he actually directed and shot all the uh, all the dream sequences in the movie. Um, the whole the whole movie is about like a this 
crime, uh, pre-crime organization in DC where like they have people that can predict the future and they can predict when murders happen yes. and stuff like that. So Matt, long, sorry, I'm like going off on a tangent. Matt shot all that stuff and he came to NC State to do a project with all of us over the weekend. Uh, oh, so awesome. I kept I kept up with Matt. Um, by the time you know I graduated, um, he had linked me up with his former boss who just uh, invited me up for an interview and um, got a job in New York like at the end of the summer. And no so started, way. So started uh, working as a designer animator in New York. And um, I was at his company for about five years. Um, then started freelancing and wow. moved back to North Carolina. And all <laughs> in, in the... That's... Uh, yeah, yeah, I that's mean, kind of, kind of, just rolled on from there. Yeah, yeah. So let's go back because. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was. I just no, gave yeah, you no. Like a oh, no, it's good. It's good. I just remember, <laughs> and people from North Carolina probably remember this, especially in hardcore, um, the Miss One videos. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> what? How old were you when we? When you okay, did so uh, when we first started doing those, I think I was, uh, I was still in school. I was still. Uh, studying design at, at NC State, and me and my friend David uh, David Stith, who yes. was the guy who ran uh, <laughs> MissOne.com, I think it all started when we made this video like poking fun at like hardcore kids, and I think it was in like two thousand two, two thousand three, something like that. Yeah. And um, but after that, we we kind of just like kept the ball rolling with these stupid videos and. That just became like what you went to missone.com to, to do. It was yes. like there was a forum, but also it's like, oh man, they, they make these funny videos and they like they make fun of scene kids and like hardcore yes. kids. And so so yeah, that's kind of like what happened. Yeah, with that. yeah, I had to bring it up real quick because I remember watching those videos and it was hilarious. So I knew you were, <laughs> yeah, you were a yeah. part of that, so I yeah. want to make sure we. God, how, how old was I back then? Like nineteen, maybe. Yeah, 19, I was in high school. Like, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It's good times, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember uh, the. <laughs> I, I can't remember how we, how we made this happen. I think it's because. Uh, uh, David was good buddies with Noel, who was doing the sound at, at PS211. If anybody uh, re remembers going to shows at like Cranky's before it was called Cranky's. Oh, I know that. But, um, nice. but yeah, uh, so we were like, man, we should play this. We should play this. Uh, this uh, it, the, the video, the that first video we made was called This Is You, but a lot of people referred to it as like Scene Sucks because that's kind of. There was like a big message at the end. Yeah. Um, and so I remember we played that video on a projector in between bands at a show at PS211. And at the very end, it said, stop going to shows or something. And <laughs> no one clapped. It was crickets. <laughs> And me and David were in the back, like just looking at each other. Like, oh my God, nobody likes it. <laughs> it was like, who made this? Like, like, what, what, what is this? Like, what is that? And uh, but I mean, I don't That's know if that hilarious. was the <laughs> that necessary. We don't even really know what the purpose of the video was. We just thought, like, let's around. Let's just yeah, let's let's fuck around, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I had to bring that up because that's just a. I thought that was a big part of the scene here, and now <laughs> yeah. you were a part of that, so I had to touch on that for a second. But 
Back to state. I'm talking about your time at state. Um, okay. Great school. I mean, obviously you got something from it from there. Um, can you explain how, I guess, the curriculum was there? Obviously, you studied graph or motion graphics, but was it was it challenging for you? Did you take a lot from it, or did you learn a lot by yourself, or you know how? Uh, how was it yeah. For you? So um, one one thing I was very unfamiliar with was the. Um, just the methodology of process and uh, how do you get from point A to point B? Mm. You know, for me, you know, I've always just been creative and it was always kind of like, not to be, not to dumb it down, uh, but like a surface level, just, you know, how do I make this drawing or this painting look as realistic or within like a certain style? But there was no like conceptual planning on oh, what is the purpose of this final product mm, supposed to be? And, yeah. and that was something like, a, I, th I think our freshman year, which was split up, the semesters were like, a, the first semester was like an art and design period. And then the second semester was like, that was then split again between what your major was supposed to be mm, and then okay. another major that you could pick. So um, that first semester was definitely like a learning curve because it was just thinking about design and, creative processes in a way that I was not used to, you know, right. growing, growing up. So, um, but that was, it was super important. And we had a, we had a professor that, um, rest in peace, Susan Topaker. Oh, uh, she, yeah, but she, uh, she, she was, um, it, it was, it was definitely difficult, um, for me, but l learned a lot in the process. And then, um, that second semester was great too, because honestly, if, graphic design hadn't worked out I was gonna go into industrial design because oh, that okay. was where we uh, I think one of our projects that we is we had to make a shelf and you know obviously had to go through like all the architectural process of like the drawings and everything like conceptualizing what the shelf was gonna be and and I, I liked that part because I, I was you know I love sketching I loved like you know making little notes on stuff and yeah. and it, i don't know i think that whole first year was was cool because you had this like i should have brought it out here just to, to show you but like did you, ha you have it i, ha I have it oh uh, um, i'm gonna say after this okay um but yeah it's like a it's just cool because you at the end of the year you end up with this like awesome sketchbook of all these like detailed notes and it just looks like it looks like an art directed like book out of a movie or something at the end because everything's just so like detailed and and you're, it, it, it's like, it's cool to see that at the end of the year. We're like, wow, I was, I can't believe I started here and ended here. Dude, yes. Um, which is, which is a cool thing to, to think about. And, and honestly, from there, the fun stuff starts. So we did not use a computer at all. What? The, the first year, the entire really? first year. It was all just design fundamentals, um, learning about uh loosely learning about typography but more so learning about like color texture um you know uh how to think about things in like a three-dimensional sense um just learning about different spaces and all the while um having an introduction to graphic design theory mm -hmm. but um again not doing anything on the computer yet that's insane. Um, so bare bones. Yeah, bare bones. Bare bones. You start from from scratch, basically. Um, but uh, but yeah. So a after that, obviously, like sophomore year, you start in the computer and um, you learn Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. Um, you know the the basic uh, basic tools to to get you started, and that's when you really start learning about like typography. Yeah. And, 
and uh, you have a like a we had like a three hour studio class three days a week where um, we it was just like bringing all those elements together. So you'd have like elective courses that were like typography, animation, and uh, I can't remember what the we had a third one. I think you could take an elective in like art and design animation like mm. a, a, a like a 3d animation course which i wish i would have taken because i didn't like i knew i knew that that was available to me but i think i opted to take whatever the other like after effects animation course was right um, all right just because i knew that that was gonna be a little bit more accessible than like because we didn't have any 3d platforms on our computers oh um, gotcha because everyone was working on a mac and most of those uh 3D platforms were on a PC, and so... Oh, and we, really? Yeah, okay. we, and we weren't really pushing... Uh, nobody was pushing 3D stuff uh, in in class. And uh, so w- once we got to our senior year, um, I think it was the... I think it was the summer between uh, junior and senior year, mm-hmm. I had picked up Cinema 4D uh, and just, like, learning it by myself oh, and just yeah. kind of, so that was like my intro to to 3d and you know i was the only kid in the studio like using 3d stuff and in, in his projects and but no but no st- still even then no one was interested no one was like inquisitive about it curious about it they're just kind of like oh that's just wes he's like like does his own like <laughs> like it j- just keeps putting 3d into stuff i was like i mean all right but i mean yeah but uh, but yeah. So uh, I did an internship at Capstrat, uh, which was a advertising agency in Raleigh. Um, I think at the time it was like Capital Strategies or something. Um, they've I think they've since like expanded um, in Raleigh. But I was there for a semester. Uh, learned a lot about just the advertising industry, at least on a local level in in North Carolina. Advertising when I got to New York was just like. Oh god! Of the wall, crazy. Oh god! Unlike anything I, I had seen, <laughs> but but um, but yeah, that se- my senior year was senior year was where I really fell into motion graphics because I started following all these studios in New York and L.A. that exactly. were like doing the thing and uh, and just seeing seeing it and being like, God, this is the shit. Like yeah. why, why? Like how do I get in? You know, with all of this and. Luckily, at the time, uh, Tony Brock, one of my studio professors at NC State, um, there was he he had he had taught design at uh, University of Knoxville because I think they have like a good des- design program there. Mm. And there was this guy Stephen Schuster that uh, was one of his students that ended up moving out to LA to pursue uh, just design and uh, working in the motion graphics industry and everything. And Steven ended up doing the title sequence for Dawn of the Dead. What? Uh, which, which if anybody's seen that, it's like, it's, it's, it's a really sick uh, title sequence because all the titles are, I've, it's like a combination of him doing it in After Effects, but it's in blood. And what he's doing is he's spraying the blood with an air hose. So it looks like, it's just so well done the way he's doing it because he's oh, doing it all sick. like all in camera. There's hardly any animation in it. It's like just really cool, like no looking, like these like sprayed on like blood streaks and stuff. And I think he was working at, um, I think he was working for uh, Kyle Cooper at Prologue, which Prologue, um, 
if any anybody who knows, they've done like the biggest title sequences um, for a bunch of these movies. Yeah, just for a bunch of movies and like TV shows and stuff. Wow. Um, so talking to Steve in my senior year about the industry, he was like, "Man, you are gonna, you're gonna, the the stuff that you learn in school is definitely gives you a start, but mm-hmm. in motion graphics specifically, uh, you learn on the job mm-hmm. because, okay. uh, yeah. and, and I and I I'm only saying that because it just depends on like if if I had gone to like uh, Cal Arts in Pasadena where they actually have motion graphics focuses, mm. um, it'd be totally different um, because that that's gonna get you. Uh, or like uh, going to SCAD. I, I'm I was, pretty I was sure like say SCAD, SCAD, SCAD yeah. has like a, a motion graphics focus. Um, but the cool thing about NC State is they get a lot of resident. I, I don't know what the curriculum is like now, what the staffing is like now. But at the time, we had a resident professor from Cal Arts like really uh, every semester. So we were sponging off of them and off of their uh, curriculum. Uh, a lot and so just just the simple fact that you know we were being showed what other students at Cal Arts were doing that made me way more comfortable with you know jumping and saying like oh I want to do motion graphics like I don't want to even mess with with interactive and um that became that became a thing my like our uh the the second semester uh, because we had to do like our big senior project and I remember, uh, I remember I, I made like a couple, um, title sequences, which I used to have on my website. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to, sh- I'll have to show them to you like after, yeah, after we finish. But, um, I remember, I remember, uh, Tony, my professor coming up to me and being like, so, uh, how are you going to make this interactive? <laughs> and I just kind of like shrugged my shoulders and, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, you know, take it or leave it. And, you know, obviously he had to give me a certain grade because I didn't make it interactive. I was like, say what you want, man. I know what I'm doing when I graduate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm good. I'm but, good. I th- but, but I think that's, that's why I liked Tony because he didn't want, um, he didn't want students to call it in. Mm. He wanted people to take charge um yeah yeah, yeah. figure out you know figure out what they were into what they were about and um we actually had a i think it was uh our graduating class had a uh we were the first class to do like a mid uh a mid undergrad review after our sophomore year wow pretty much to find out like is this really what you want to do wow graduate Yeah, yeah like uh because if it's not I mean, you can stay within the design school, um, but it's it's honestly up to you. Like, and I, I think you know Tony. Tony had mentioned that to us as well. Um, but yeah, so so those, those four years were awesome. Um, definitely learned a lot, and making those connections with Matt and Stephen uh, definitely helped. Hell yeah! And, uh, and it and it and it also like uh, that that weekend when Matt came to. Uh, to hang out with us and do that project with us. Uh, like we all went out to eat and I just picked Matt's brain about being in the industry and like, you know, what's it like hanging with Steven Spielberg and like working <laughs> with him. And, crazy, and I was just like, I just could not, I just could not believe it. And like, you know, I think Matt also did the, uh, I think he did the title sequences for um, Bicentennial Man. 
with uh really with, with Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. If you if you watch the watch the beginning title sequences of that, he he did that one too. Oh um, my god, it's huge. Yeah, it's yeah, it's huge. So it's it, it again, it's it's just cool like talking talking to those guys about yeah, about all yeah. That stuff. It's funny. I was. It's kind of off topic, but kind of not. But I was when I watch movies. I watch you know just the credits roll, just to see all all the names. It's insane how many people were involved in movies. I didn't think oh, about yeah. even a title sequence. I didn't even think about that. That was a specific job for a specific person. Yeah. Usually, you know? usually you will see like, especially with uh, like title sequences for marvel movies Mm -hmm. you have that first initial like art directed really cool like animated uh credit sequence Mm -hmm. and that will be usually be by like a certain studio like certain like design studio right right um uh and and you you know usually that will just be listed in the credits as like you know in credits by this studio but then all the visual effects artists like Ah. they 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 will get all the love because I mean, working on those movies is crazy. You'll have, you know, one person will be in charge of like, okay, we need you to handle all the compositing and the visual effects for this two second shot. <laughs> and you may be working on that for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, oh my God. And when you extrapolate that amongst like all those shots for a feature length film, sometimes up to two and a half hour film, you can imagine. And it's like that is why the credit lists are so long. Like, <laughs> yes, every detail someone's doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just every every little thing. Every That's... little thing needs 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 love. And like every frame needs to be polished. That was one thing that was one thing I learned uh coming up and so that is how I approach everything. Yeah, yeah. And all yours definitely are. I'm whatever getting the snatch of snacks in, the, in in a moment, but I want to talk about your time in New York City too. So Oh yeah, sure. Um sure. Which is freaking awesome to get a job in your field, kind of, you know, yeah, after you graduated yeah. in New York City. So when that happened, where you obviously New York City is like the mecca of art, you know, in a way, at least in the United States for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Were you hyped to be in that environment, or was that something? Honestly, you were... I was scared to death. <laughs> okay. um, uh, when um, me, me, and a good buddy of mine, Mike, that we just talked about, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. we at the time he was going to school up there and. I was, um, uh, my brother's band was, was playing at CBGB's or something yeah. like there. So I was just like, Oh, I'll just schedule, uh, my interview up around when he's playing there. So we can just like make a trip out of it. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Uh, so it was just like, I was only there for like three or four days. Like we went to that show, uh, probably the most terrified I've ever been at a hardcore show like really? for my first show in New York City like, oh I didn't think about that like hardcore kids in CBGB's which anybody if anybody was is old enough to have been there it's it's scary inside I <laughs> like not been I didn't get a chance to go yeah, oh that's dang. nuts I think now it's like they've turned it into a John Barbados but it's crazy because they have some of the like uh, original wall in a glass case what they they just left it there and left all the all the uh, all the playbills and all the like uh, show stickers and yeah. stuff like they left all that stuff up there but the rest of it is a denim store. <laughs> yeah, it, it's That's silly. so random, yeah, dude. It's so random. But honestly, so I mean that was just like one part of the trip. But I think overall it was such a culture shock 
for you know this kid who's just been living in North Carolina his whole life to be yeah. like, wow, like literally, this is the only place like for me right now this is the only viable option because I don't want to go to LA. Okay. And for me, for me it was Fair like enough. yeah, it's like for me it was and I I had friends there too but. For me, I think it was just like the distance to home. Uh, you, oh. you know, a plane ride is a plane ride, but it was just nice knowing that I could be like a little closer. Yeah. Um, but I just remember after after that whole trip coming home, being like, "Damn, I got to move to New York." <laughs> <laughs> it's like you like, Ugh. but you know, it was one of those things where uh, I was just like, you know, let's see how it is after one year. Yeah. Okay, I, I made it. I made it past one year. Let's try two. Let's try four. And then yeah, four yeah. turned into almost eight years. And you live almost eight years in yeah. New York City. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I guess, work aside, did you enjoy it? I mean, was it just... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it was um, It was definitely an awesome experience. Um, and, you know, being there, I was hungry. And mm. when you're around other people that are just as hungry and are in this, this you know, you're working with the best of the best yep. and like Absolutely. every day. And, and honestly it was when, um, so I was, I was staff, uh, at this studio for like five years, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't realize until I started freelancing that, uh, everyone I freelanced with was like, you were a staff for five years. And they like, couldn't believe it. Cause most people, you make enough connections in that industry just ah. within two years. And by that point, uh, you realize like, God, man, you can like do whatever you want basically when you're freelance. <laughs> so, so yeah, looking back, it's weird because if I had left earlier, who knows? I might have left New York earlier. I don't know. That's true. Um, I you just mean, got you go freelance. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. like if, if I had, if I left to go freelance, uh, and then I was freelance for like, X number of years, would mm. I have just moved back to North Carolina to, you know, realizing like, oh, I can work remotely. You like, can do whatever. You, exactly. <laughs> you need to be in New York for that at yeah. all. <laughs> so what was your day in life there at the actual job, just for what you did uh, real quick for people who might be wanting to get into the industry? Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, it started off differently than uh, than how it ended as far as my staff um, life went. Because we had a, uh, it was uh, Mekon Van Gastel was my was my first my first boss. He was the director at, at the uh, at the studio that I was working at. But it was a live action production studio, so they nice. it was just a lot of like live action commercials and any animated or like motion graphicsy stuff that we did was uh, very two D. Like there wasn't a whole lot of three D stuff that we did. Um, so. It's funny because the name of the company was a very small office. It was only, uh, I think it was only, um, it was our EP, uh, Mekon, myself, and our like office manager. Yeah, yeah. So it was only four of us there, you know, all day, really? every day. And obviously we would have like, whenever there were productions going on, we'd have like a whole, you know, subbed out production crew come in. Uh, but honestly, most of the time it was just, uh, you know, hey, we got this little like Charles Schwab you know, 15 second animation come in. It's like, do you want to take the call on this? It's like, yeah, sure. So, you know, it was just working on little animations and helping, uh, you know, I, but I'm a designer as well. So anytime Mekon needed help on storyboards or something like that, you know, I'd take the reins on those. Nice. Um, 
they wanted to expand and uh, open up like an actual motion graphic studio to get more of that type of work. So they kept uh, a very small office going and then they opened a studio called Offspring. Mm. And um, those were fun years because we had moved offices to a uh, this office that was on the street level, which is kind of unheard of in mm. that industry. Mm-hmm. Because usually you're just like in a walk up or you know a building where you got to take an elevator or whatever but that was that was fun as shit because there was like bars all over the place oh like God. you literally just like walk outside and go chill with your friends like that's you know, awesome there's a, you know and you all, you also even being staff you meet so many freelancers yep. because uh you know we were constantly hiring freelancers because we didn't have a lot of staff uh, mm. people and um so yeah, even even doing that, it's like, hey man, we're having an office party. If you want to come hang, and, and it's like, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was, and yeah, just networking, networking there was just insane. Um, Holy so Lord. yeah, the the staff, uh, uh, the staff years were cool there for sure. Um, it was it was a little weird at uh, in the very beginning of Offspring because we had just moved offices. There was only like. I don't think they had enough machines set up for all the freelancers. So I remember we were on this crazy job, this like crazy campaign for Ford trucks. Mm. And, um, which if you guys go to my, my website, um, you'll see like, that was one of the first campaigns that, that of that like style that we did where like the, it's like kinetic typography and like Dennis Leary is doing like the narration for it and everything. Oh, wow. It was really cool. Like that's pretty campaign. insane. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it, but it was also one of the craziest jobs I've been on to date. Really? And, and it was just like, it was such a whirlwind because, uh, I had to move my machine to another studio like uptown and oh my it God. was just like, so much going on at the same time. But <laughs> it was, it was fun, man. It was awesome. It, I mean, it was a lot of work, but, Again, you know, you have a ton of peers that are doing the same thing, and right, it's, right. It, it's 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 a lot, but it's cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what staff was was like there. That's interesting. That sounds like it sounds like it'd be highly stressful. I mean, you know, for, yeah, on, sometimes on some, it is. Some production, like, you know, but yeah, like when it when when it gets down to like crunch time, it's definitely it's definitely crazy. Um, I know that, and and, and this this was just like a. Uh, you know, everything was aligning, um, well not aligning, but there were just so many factors that made it crazy because mm. we were moving and we just didn't have the resources. Right. Um, but the three guys that were still, the three freelancers that were still at the office, I think they were there like three days in a row. Wow. And it was like over a weekend. And I'm pretty sure that one of the producers came in on a Monday and I was just like, yo, it stinks in here. <laughs> it's like, no shit, we've been in here for all three days. Like, <laughs> just working nonstop. Yeah, just nonstop, nonstop. Holy moly, dude. Yeah, but again, um, yeah, for anyone getting in the industry, it's not like that hardly ever. It, all these things were just lining up to create this like perfect storm. But yeah, I mean, anyone that's trying to, to get into it, um, just know that you know there is a there's definitely like a standard number of hours in the day and it is a lot of like i think what's cool about being about being staff is you know when you when you've like finished your task for the day um 
you can, you know, feel free to like sponge off of other mm, people. That's like nasty. That, yeah. that's, that's yeah. one thing that, that I learned when I started freelancing. Like I saw this, I remember, uh, I think it was like one of my first freelance jobs. Um, sorry, I know I'm probably jumping ahead. Oh no, you're good. But, you're good, you're good. but um, like remember watching this guy doing like a tutorial on matte painting. Um, but then that, that like just seeing him doing that, I was like, man, I need to be, I really need to be pushing stuff when I'm not working. Yeah. Um, yeah. and that's only going to make you a better freelancer. I mean, but just a better designer and Absolutely. Wor- worker like in, in general, overall so, just working yeah. period, you know, sponging off everyone else, yeah. especially in this industry. I mean, I'm not, I'm, as a photographer, I've done the, you know, the same thing as I've been pushing more towards freelance of you yeah. know, just seeing what my other peers are doing, you yeah. know, yeah. you know, um, that's awesome. So yeah, so freelance. So what made you finally, you know, think of going even freelance? I mean, obviously your staff, which is you know, which is awesome. But what made you like, okay, maybe I do want to pursue being a freelancer. Teamsters, I'm Carrie Ann. And I'm Allison. And this is Podcast Without an Audience, where two friends pick two topics and find intersectionality. We are a psychology and history podcast. Each Thursday, we find intersectionality between our topics. Or not. <laughs> you can find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd, or join us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us in discovering what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. Um, so I think, uh, I definitely think it's important for people starting out to be staffed somewhere. Mm. I, I think that's like crucial. Um, especially because there, there are a lot of people fresh out of school that think they can just like go into freelancing, mm-hmm. but you have to, uh, really establish yourself with people. Um, not to mention, uh, just be nice. People want yes. people people want to work with pleasant people. Mm-hmm. That that I mean that kind of goes without saying. But you'd be surprised how many people make it difficult. Um, oh, I'm but not surprised. Yeah, it's like, it's like, unfortunately, that that some sometimes like it's better to learn those things when you're staff. Yeah, and not try to do it uh, freelance because you'll make that that list yes <laughs> so, dude Whew. yeah so um yeah so what what made me want to go freelance uh i think it was a combination of a lot of my other friends were starting to go freelance mm-hmm. um and then it was just them telling their stories about like oh man i can charge this and that and you know then i can you know work at a place for two weeks and then bounce and it's basically like being staff, but I'm actually getting paid for, you know, the work and the overtime and, yep. and it's the, those are, those things were really attractive at the time. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think the staff, I mean, maybe, maybe it just was those things and, and, you know, be, being staff and the projects were cool and everything, but, you know, if you are working, uh, you know, if you get a pitch that comes in and you got to submit it in two days yeah. and then you're working like overnighters to like get stuff out there, it's like, you're not really, uh, you're not really getting paid for that overtime unless, I mean, unless you have like a deal set up, you know, 
with your boss or whoever. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, but being freelance, different story. A whole different story. Different story. <laughs> so, um, and that was just yeah. I, I'd say that was like pretty good reason. Oh yeah. Reason you why. Don't have so. doubts. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, the freedom is nice. You know, I the mean, freedom is uh, <laughs> is nice, man. Uh, over, it's nice. I mean, I mean, you you are at least in New York, um, and the, let's be clear and be Captain Obvious that this is pre-COVID, so everyone still has to go to an office space and whatnot, and it's a uh, yeah, even even being freelance in that industry, and I know that LA works a little differently uh, than New York as far as like. You know, people people being a little bit more relaxed. I guess it depends on the studio that or the, yes. the environment that you're in. Um, but yeah, in, in New York at least, it was a uh, you're still on the same schedule. Exactly, it, it's, it's still the same hours. Uh, it's just you have the comfort of knowing, like, oh man, that was a crazy job. I don't have to come back to this place <laughs> at least for you know another year, maybe. It just it just I mean it depends. So. But uh, yeah, the, the the connections that you make as well are um, oh, yeah. are awesome because uh, if there's like a designer animator, you know, that can't make it uh, on a or they're already booked on another job, and when someone asks their availability, uh, and they're like, oh, I can't make it, but my friend Wes can, and, and so ah. that's how that's how things get get passed around. Absolutely, absolutely. I was gonna say that freelancing, um, this is definitely a a networking connection thing, like you've mentioned a couple of times before. Because uh, I think a lot of people are scared to go freelance just because of that reason. They, you know, obviously you're out there in you know some deep water, and you, you know, you know, find a way to market yourself. Yeah. And you yeah. find a way for people to you know to find out who you are, and amongst the other thousand people who do what you do. So yeah. Um, like you said before, like having that good uh, personality or being kind and respectful, you know, will take you further than any talents will. So I'm sure, man, it's worth its weight in gold. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, as, as long as you can put your face out there and be cool, like that's yeah. all people want half the time, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, in the reality of it, and every creative knows this, there's a bajillion people doing what they're doing. I mean, you know, this is, that's just the reality of it. You know, like, you know, yeah. a bunch of animators who do what you do kind of in your industry now. Yeah. You know, but I mean, obviously, you're still you. You know, people still come to you, so um, which is which is great. But um, so when you when you stepped out and really did freelance, when you quit the job, obviously, uh, we eventually quit. How was how was quitting? You know, you live in New York City, very expensive city to live in. Um, are you did you already have a bunch of clients set up when you jumped uh, out there? Yeah, yeah, I actually already had a booking set up by okay. the time I left. I mean, yeah. uh, I think I think I took like a week off, and then I was just right back to it. Um, wow. but, uh, I, and I, I was, I think I was booked with that company for like one or two months or something. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and when you're, it, it's, it's funny. It's like when you are, uh, when you are booked with, with a studio like that, especially when you're on site, um, and not, and not remote, um, you know, they may put you on. Uh, you may be on one job the whole time. They may put you on five jobs just back to back. Really? Um, you are you are there to you know, and being a, both a designer and an animator is a huge plus because right. I have met a lot of uh, I've I've worked with a, a lot of people that are either just designers or just animators, and you know you you'll i mean you'll still work in a big city but you, you're not gonna 
you're not going to get those long bookings. Right. At least from what, what I've, what I've seen. Um, but, uh, again, like I said, in New York, LA, any big city, you'll still work. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I just got to be transparent about that. But, uh, but, um, yeah, that's about how, how soon I I started. And, and, and when, when I, when I, uh, when I left my staff job, it was definitely weird. Um, but I think I was too excited about going freelance that just to not even think about it. I like that. I like that. That's freaking nuts, man. I'm obviously thinking about that now. And living here, where you know, cost of living is not that bad or whatever. You know, I'm thinking. I'm still panicking about it. But I'm still right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But I'm just like, oh my god, this is gonna be so freaking nuts. But I mean, everyone I know who's done it is like, man, it's great. You know, what I'm saying you'll man, be fine. All, I mean, I, I think that was one of the. And I know I'm like kind of jumping ahead, but that, I think that was one of the things that was attractive about coming here is when, you know, I had been in New York for like five or six years, and then I, I think I remember. I was walking downtown with with uh david the guy that started miss one mm-hmm. and, and my friend sid and my brother and you know my brother has always been here when he's not on tour and uh i think it was like when my brother told me how much he was paying in rent and i was just like what am i doing <laughs> living, in, living in new york like Dude. were you walking downtown winston yeah, 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 yeah downtown yeah, yeah. winston yeah, yeah it was like, like oh man i was like oh god i mean <laughs> how can I make it's like how can I be down here and make it work <laughs> like, right exactly exactly we said there you were on site at someone else's job so there was a reason you were there for sure in New York um, yeah but if I guess a lot of other jobs you had you did remotely uh, yeah I think the um, I'd say 95% of the motion graphics work was done on site if i was working for another studio right um now all the music videos that i did were all just remote like there i didn't have like another workspace to go in it was only my apartment right right Um, right but yeah uh they want they want you to be on site okay yeah for motion graphics mostly for for, yeah for motion graphics like anything for a studio or like in advertising whatever gotcha gotcha and for the music videos um what was the first job you got in uh i guess in that field what was the first artist you remember um i think uh i i can't remember if it was periphery or between i mean the well those are the only bands that i've done music videos (laughs) for periphery and between the buried and me but um it it was either one of those it was either uh Make Total Destroy, the okay. song by Periphery, or it was Astro Bodies for uh, Between the Buried and Me. Right, and you did, and what was it? You did graphics for them, or what? Or just animation? Uh, directed, did all the visual effects. Gotcha. Compositing, everything. Wow, that's where directing yeah. came from. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so ju- how did you- ju- Justin Reich was one of the DPs on the. Shout out to Justin. One. Yeah. Love Justin. Yeah, Justin, Justin's awesome. Has, <laughs> yeah. has Justin been on the Yeah, he, he he was one of the OGs, actually. He that, I was, think that's what I remember. He was, yeah. he was from a while well, ago. 2017, I think, is when he was on there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was oh, one of the OGs. <laughs> I just talked to Justin uh, uh, a few weeks ago, I think. I didn't realize he was in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Um. Did he, did he move? I think he did. Wow, yeah, no yeah. clue. I haven't talked to Justin in probably a couple months actually good yeah. for him that's awesome yeah it's cool that's, it's that, cool. that's probably where it needs to be honestly yeah for oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's pretty sick yeah but yeah he he helped on the uh on the make total destroy video and um i think uh 
Yeah. So the, the it, one of those that was the the first one. Right. And this was was this after New York? Was this while you were there? During. This is during, during New York. Yeah. So, so you were... I, I, yeah. So I was shooting the uh, the footage for those uh, while I was home for like a holiday or just like a vacation gotcha. or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And you already freelance at that point. I'm guessing. Uh, so you freelancing, or were you still work on staff? I was. Free, freelancing. Okay. Yeah, I was freelancing. Wow. Man of many hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. insane, dude. Yeah. It's a lot, it was a lot going on. <laughs> right. And so, obviously, you eventually left New York um, and moved back down here. So, yeah. how, what was this, obviously, you mentioned the rent because your brother told me she was paying rent here, but what was the really deciding factor of, of you leaving? Uh, it was a couple things. Um, uh, the work lifestyle, just in general, was starting to great on me a little bit yeah um i i I have you know there've been a i wasn't necessarily like getting burnt out at work it was just the i think it was just like a bigger picture idea of um man i'm spending pretty much my entire day like at an office somewhere um and i'm not necessarily like working like a dog like the whole time Mm -hmm. but uh I think that I mean that was just one little thing. Uh, I lived in Manhattan the last two years I was there. Oh and yeah. Living in Manhattan was cool and convenient and fun, but the last six months were starting. That was starting to get to me too. So now I now all of a sudden like oh shit I'm at a crossroads. Like, yeah. Am I gonna move somewhere else in New York? Which I had moved pretty much every year. Like every I, I year, I moved almost every year. I think there was like, oh I think there was one apartment that I was in for two years, and then that Lower East Side apartment I was in for two years. Um, so it was those things. Uh, I was, man, I think I was getting some really bad anxiety out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like the last yeah. six six months. I think I think just thinking about those, uh, uh, thinking about too much where my time was going during the day. Um, again, work was fine. It was not, uh, nothing will ever, uh, be crazier than that Ford job. Uh, although something last year, uh, came pretty close, which we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that okay. in, in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it was just a combination of stuff, man. And it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was just time for a change. And I, you know, I always, I said, I said to myself the same thing I did when I moved, uh, to New York in the first place, just like, you know what? I can always go back. Like very true. And, uh, and I had a couple friends in the industry that did the same thing. Like, um, good buddy of mine, uh, Mark Thompson was living in, uh, Brooklyn and, uh, him and his girlfriend got tired of New York. They moved to San Francisco to try that. They didn't like San Francisco and they're like, eh, let's just move somewhere else in New York when we, you know, when we get back there. Wow. And they ended up liking it and, and they're, they're fine, but it took them, you know, at least going somewhere else and coming back. And I've had friends that, you know, I've gone to LA and come back or Mm -hmm. they were from LA, went to New York and came back. It's just, yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's different. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously you had your, and you had your, you know, site set on back, come back I went to Salem. Did you have any, uh, ambitions of maybe somewhere else you know oh yeah i mean uh i i was yeah like i was telling you earlier it was uh winston was meant to be temporary i thought i was going to end up in charlotte or raleigh you know something like that 
Raleigh would have definitely been cool because of all the expansion there. Exactly. Um, yeah. There, yeah. I, I worked. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work with my friend Tim Kiernan. Uh, when he would, especially when he was living in Raleigh, because uh, he's like a, he's like a digital film uh, creator, director, yeah. and he's been doing a lot of stuff with a lot of tech companies in Raleigh. Ooh, that's and, awesome. And and having that in uh, doing motion graphic stuff for them is something that I never would have thought about doing when I was li- when I was living there for school <laughs> like to see to see that much stuff going on in Raleigh was is crazy and it's only gotten um, it's only expanded since then oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure so um yeah I don't know I got like I was saying before uh you know before we before we started um yeah I just got comfortable in Winston and yeah yeah it's been that. it's been nice I mean you know maybe one day I'll end up in one of those cities but for now I'm, I'm just chilling so yeah yeah I mean Winston's a good spot I mean you know, you're close to those areas. If you ever need to go to Raleigh or, you know, Triangle Park where all the tech yeah. companies are, you can yeah. easily, you know, make a hop, skip, and a jump over there. You know, it's not, not a too big of oh, a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, with Apple coming there, who knows what's going to happen. I know. It's going <laughs> to be crazy. But I, I, that, that's a – and I guess another thing, too, is I don't ever want to put myself in a position uh, – where my mental health is going to suffer like it did the during those times yes. when I was in New York. And yes. Again, I'm not trying to like scare anybody away from New York. I'm just saying that for me personally, there were just some things lining up that weren't right, mm. and I just felt like it was time to make make a move. Um, so that might be one of the reasons why I'm still in Winston. It's just like. Man, my mental is just way better, and just, I feel feel good. So it's the most important thing, brother. Yeah, you gotta have a good mental state yeah. wherever you are for sure. And I, and you know, obviously, I just keep mentioning New York because it's a great place. But I've heard a lot of friends say that is that same thing. It's like, man, just that lifestyle and culture and like work grind lifestyles is not for everybody. You yeah, know? you're not saying. Yeah. I guess your experience wasn't. It didn't seem too bad. But I know a lot of people who are there like really like their days are gone. Every oh, yeah. day, they're they're, yeah. just, they're 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 hustling every single day. I can't remember. I, I've been trying to find this little like JPEG somewhere, but oh, uh, this was back. This is like 2010, 2011. I saw this thing was getting passed around between like friends in the industry, and it was like a, it was like a graph of every like the hierarchy of uh, different people, like different positions in the industry and what apps they use but it didn't just include apps the higher up you went so like it was something like uh and it was it was just funny because it was on like pay grade too oh it was like coordinator spreadsheet uh uh document um text edit and then it got to designer and it was like photoshop illustrator indesign and then it was like animator, Photoshop, After Effects, da da da. And so it kept going. But then once it got to like creative director, yeah. it was like InDesign, Photoshop, marijuana. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then it got to like, and then it got to like executive producer. And it was like Gmail and then like a bottle of pills. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man. I mean, that's not like, super rampant but I, I definitely see where they're coming from <laughs> dude I can only I, there's probably some truth to that chart honestly yeah, holy yeah, crap yeah. dude oh, that's <laughs> insane um, when you moved here was 
when did snatching snacks become a thing? Was that when you were here? That was when I was in Winston. You were yeah. that started when yeah. you were here. Was that because you were lifting, or did you obviously there's a lot of MMA fighting on there as well, and well, all sports, I guess. Yeah, in, in a way. yeah. So, so. so it so it started when I was when I was lifting. Um, our good buddy Rob Turner. Shout out uh, to Rob, man. Shout out to Rob. Um, still coaching me today. Hey, man, it's a beast. If any if anybody needs some remote programming, hit up Rob. Ooh, wait. Ethan Turner. Yes. Uh, but uh but I've been uh I've been doing Olympic lifting for a few years, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh I <laughs> it's funny cuz the that whole snatch and stacks kind of started when I it was like I want to do a social experiment <laughs> to see how many is like see how much notoriety I can get in the weightlifting world with like my creative side. Yeah. yeah. And uh so I started doing these videos and it's like, well, also, what is sort of like a quick and easy way to do that with weightlifting? I was like, what happens if you throw like food on the end of the barbell? Just so random, yes. just so random, but, but funny. And uh, so I made like four or five videos. I didn't have a watermark on it or anything. Yeah. And I just posted it on my like chant on my personal page and people started seeing it like, damn did you do these and i was like yeah yeah this is me and then people started following me like crazy it's like oh dang this is working and then and then uh my brother blake uh was like dude you should make this its own page yes and and at the time i was like ah nah i'll be i'll be starting over from zero and he's like man trust me he's like this is gonna blow up yeah and and so i took those five videos i made a separate page and then I remember my friend Brantley that I used to, uh, he's like a North Carolina dude that lived in New York with us when, when we were all up there. Yeah. And Brent, I remember Brantley was like talking to a buddy of his and was like, dude, Wes just made his own page with that stuff on it. It's going to go crazy. Yes. And so I remember I like, I knew that it had blown up because within like, I'd say on that on the, the the first day that I like started it, my phone died because of my notifications. We're going I was like, crazy. Oh, that's why you turn notifications off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the power drain. Now I've made it. <laughs> Dude, it kills it. That is insane. So so the uh it started off with the weightlifting thing and then I can't remember I had done some like power lifting and just some like other random uh like edits for different videos like fails and stuff like that gym fails whatever um (laughs) and i can't remember how it came up but somebody was like dude you should start doing uh like mma and boxing and stuff like that so i did that i did that deontay wilder one the like dr strange like him knocking out uh anthony joshua and um but I still hadn't done MMA yet. And somebody was like, you just got to do MMA, MMA. And then I did that Predator, Francis Ngannou thing. Man, right. And people were like, damn, this shit is sick. Dude. <laughs> and, and I was like, dude, I, I, I didn't know that. I, and now I've just become like a surface level UFC, like <laughs> MMA fan because yes. of it. Because it's like, now I'm following the the... The, the videos to see what's going to be the next one. <laughs> oh my but, god. But yeah, that's pretty much the the evolution 
of Snatch like and Snacks. Yeah, from the from the genesis of, of Snatch and Snacks. That's insane. So you didn't really become an MMA fan until after you started making the videos. Well, I mean, I, I remember, you know, I remem- remember when UFC first started, and I loved watching it because mm. I thought it was the craziest thing ever because it was back when it was like, no holds barred. There was no weight classes. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to wear gloves. It's it was fighting. like just insanity. <laughs> like I, re- I remember those days, and I and I think and I remember watching like the Ultimate Fighter and stuff like that. And then I think I just kind of like fell off. Yeah. Um, especially once I moved back to North Carolina and started getting more into like fitness and everything. Um, but yeah, everything's kind of like coming back around when it's 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 cool. It's fun. Dude, that is amazing. It's amazing. So, let's go, to, go back, back to the beginning of that stuff. So, how was... And I've, I've seen a lot of... You've done a lot of friends who you do live with. I've seen you... If you went for Raleigh, I think, maybe. you went for Raleigh or from for Rob? You know him for Rob, right? I know Riley through Rob, yeah. Okay. But you've done, like, from those videos for friends at the beginning, kind of, right? In the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, or, yeah. or, like, people that were big in the weightlifting world. Gotcha. Yeah. So, how... Well, what was, you sent me some in-progress stuff or process stuff. How was it... How's the process of making those those videos, and what? How do you choose what foods and like how? What we'll go oh, to know yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. So so it's so in the beginning, I was putting like I was splicing clips from movies to like add some extra like funny to it. Yeah. And sometimes the clip would influence what I put in the video. Yeah. When or or vice versa, like the uh, whatever I put in the video would influence like what the clip is at the end. I haven't really done any movie stuff in, in a minute just because I'm obviously like concerned about copyright. Copyright. I was wondering yeah. if that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that, yeah. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. That's, that's something that, that definitely like comes up. But, um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it could have to do with, um, you know, I try to, I try to do some research and see what the athletes like bio is, what kind of, what are their favorite foods? Um, or, you know, it could, it could just be totally random. Yeah. Like what yeah. do I personally think works here in what? this, like in this situation or like what in there in the gym, like how does it, how, how does it fit within like the environment? Um, it could also be influenced by like, there's some music that I like to use. Like oh, how is it influenced yes. by the sound? Um, sometimes I'll put, uh, I'll play the video and just put a sound effect in there and not even think it you know as i'm going through that process like putting that sound effect in and say like what can go with this sound mm. you know how how does sound influence it right um yeah that's insane and obviously jumping forward to now you get paid to do this now as part of your just part of your sources of income yeah yeah it's, you know i'd say like it started uh you know, people started wanting commissions a couple of years ago, but it was just, you know, little, little supplemental things yeah. here and there. And it, it's still kind of like that. Uh, but now things are starting to pick up a little bit as the page. Right. Right. Gets, gets bigger. Right. Now I was going to ask you about that. Like obviously the first, I guess the viral one was the Ganyu. Was it, was a predator? Was that when it like really, like really shot off or uh, was it kind of before that? Um, I think it might have been the Deontay. No, the Deontay um, was really one shot. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Uh, because uh, th- that was the first one that involved like fighting, right? Um, and to see to see people's re- reaction to it was awesome. I think Deontay uh, posted it. I was going to ask you that. What was the first celebrity to hit you up and repost it? Yeah, so that that was yeah that was Deontay. That had to be. So what were you thinking when that happened? That was. 
probably pretty, pretty surreal. Oh, it was a couple things. Uh, yeah, that first and foremost, like I was like, holy shit, he posted it. He's got like two million followers, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or however, however many he's got. But he didn't. Uh, he didn't. And, I, and dude, I don't ever like. I don't ever ask you know pe- people to to tag me, but that that's the reason why I have the watermark on there. And oh yeah. So if people see that, you know. It, it will get posted by somebody else who will like do the caption or whatever. But it's awesome seeing somebody post it at the time who had like that many followers. I was like, what? I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> but uh, God, I can't remember what the, I'm going to try to talk as I, as I look up like the order. Um, yes. But is. yeah, uh, it, it, it was just cool. Dude. Another thing that was, that was cool is like going in the comments and seeing all the other celebrities yes. comment under it, dude. like what, go, like going under the Deontay ones, being like, "Wiz Khalifa saw this fucking video." Isn't that freaking crazy? <laughs> yeah, like, dude, that's, that's insane. A, it's so silly. Like, oh my gosh, I think one of the craziest things is uh, uh, uh the the Michael Chandler like Thanos one that I did recently. Yes. Um. Uh, after that was posted. So, uh, Sports Center made—I don't know if you ever s- saw that one—but Sports Center did a entire six or seven slide uh, post that were all my videos. No and that, way! And, and that and that was the that was the one that like blew it up the most. I didn't see um, that on ESPN. But I have a uh, I got on a, a call with a, the manager of like a big boxer right after that had happened. And I didn't even know this. And he pointed it out to me. And he was like, dude, do you know that Mo Prem Shakur follows you? You didn't know? I didn't know. Oh, my God. I didn't. Because there was so many. It was like such an influx. Oh, you have all followers. followers. You probably didn't realize it. Yeah, Yeah. I I didn't even realize it. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I had to to go to his page real quick to see. And I was like, what? And I followed back. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's crazy. Dude, that's that's insane. And I want to when you copyrighting earlier. So, is it okay for you to rip these videos and to do that with the video? Is that like that's have you ever gotten any uh, legal? Yeah, I try to. Um, if I'm ever using like music or I mean, it started off uh, where you know the page was really small, so of course I didn't like. And yeah, there's no so many. Really there's so many other big pages that don't credit. And there's people with you know verified users that have like 10 million followers that don't necessarily do that right um and they don't get flagged for it but especially if i'm making a video where like it uses music from another creator like um who's not like a you know has a crazy big name or something Mm -hmm. but even if they do have a big name um i always try to credit that in in the comments just because if somebody used my video in something you know i would want them to you know yeah. You want to others, so absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I know my favorite one, and I actually had the pleasure. You sent me a little process of the, the you on know, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What was the fighter? Uh, Joaquin Buckley. Yes, yes. Yeah. That that's probably one of my favorite ones. I think that yeah. was freaking awesome, dude. I love that one. Love oh that my one. gosh! But even with like, I guess Marvel just still. I guess you can probably Marvel wouldn't. They can't really get you in trouble for that, right? That's not like a. Um, I don't that? think so. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think uh, especially if. Um, I think it would be di- different if you know I had a uh, so, like a 
a Patreon set up through the Instagram or right. like a GoFundMe set up through the Instagram. Right. To, right. to, to, oh. to say, to say like, yeah. uh, if you guys want me to make, keep making content, then, you know, pay me, but it's, but, but I, I can't, you know, I, I've definitely thought about setting up a Patreon to do like tutorials and stuff. Right. Um, but right. yeah, to set up something like that, where this started out as something for fun. Um, you know, you, yeah, you can't, can't do that. That's a little odd, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I, was it is it crazy that people hit you up to they want to pay you to do this for them? Was that was that wild when that when that started? Oh yeah, when it when it first started, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. <laughs> but the 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 more uh, the more involved they get, yeah, the the, the more the gotta, that has to happen. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, yeah, give me some money for that because I mean, on average, how long does one of those even take? Because you're I mean, you're mocking up all this stuff from from scratch, right? Like even like the glove and like you're doing all that from yeah. There there's certain uh, like if it's i try to use 3d models that are already like, oh so you can find those yeah yeah oh, okay. if, if it's if it's something that uh, that has like a standard license like a commercial license um yeah i try to i try to cut those corners when i can mm. and sort of like edit those things to help it uh integrate with the footage mm -hmm. but yeah uh any anything that i like model by hand in 3d um is really basic um but mo but any like simulated you know wind or water or fire or something like that Gosh, you can those, find those that. are the things that have to be made completely by me because it because it has to be you know it just has to flow with the has to fit the, the animation yeah it yeah. has to fit the animation like if it's you know, like the Israel Adesanya one, where his his arm is made out of fire. You know, right? Doing, doing stuff like that. So, so yeah, there's like there's definitely some corners that that you can cut. I hate, I hate like using it that way as if it's like a cheat code. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, just saying though. But but, um, but you 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 take up so much time, like you know, conceptualizing, uh, playing around with like simulations. That stuff eats up a lot of time. So once you get down to actually like making everything. Um, yeah, you want that. You want that part to to go as smoothly and as fast as, as possible. But. Absolutely, and it kind of goes back to where you're talking about. Uh, I forgot who told you this to, but to make every frame because obviously you're working in frames doing this stuff. Yeah, make every frame detailed and crisp. So I know it takes. It's so tedious doing these videos. Yeah. If you yeah, had to, yeah. if you had to, maybe make an average in your head, or you know, how how long do you think each video probably takes you? The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Um, I'd say on average, somewhere between, especially the MMA ones, uh, 10 and 20 hours. Golly, man. The, uh, the let's see. The Michael Chandler one and the the thing that I'm working on now are the only ones where I've taken like piecemeal uh, tallies like to the minute of how like actuals of how long I've been spending on it, which has helped so much because the the more jobs that come like that, I have like a I have like an actual list that I can reference, which is which is great. It was a pain in the ass and like really tedious to do it because <laughs> all you want to do is just work and not have to worry about numbers, but the Chandler one took 59 working hours. Oh my God. And a lot of that was like, <laughs> wow. a lot, a lot of that is just doing the rotoscoping. Right. And, um, 
you can have your footage uh, sent off and rotoed for you so that you don't I mean obviously you're paying a fee yeah, for that yeah pay money yeah uh, but it's getting to a point where I might have to start doing that just because of the you know I'd rather pay to have that done and then have time to devote to the rest of the, the job absolutely um, absolutely which which you know free, frees up a lot um, ton of time and uh and it's great but but then like you know something like the the Sean O'Malley uh video where he like punches the guy and he turns into like a digital like background and becomes like the Netflix logo like that one uh I think that one only took like four or five hours really that quick yeah because most of it uh yeah, there was some roto but it's only for like a few frames just yeah. spread out over time because you can kind of like uh you can kind of like time remap it a little bit and make it like slow down but honestly most of that time was figuring out how to do the netflix thing <laughs> insane <laughs> what and can you explain what roto mapping is oh that, sorry is so rotoscoping is is where you um like if you have if if you do not shoot uh a subject on green screen where you can key out the green you have to basically trace that person frame by frame or oh, that yeah. object or whatever yeah now it's it, it's automated some of it is automated so if you need to you know draw a contour around somebody's head you can track their head mm -hmm. as like a, a base and then you can do a refined mask around their head and link it to that track right so it will move with their head but you might have to adjust little you know make little adjustments every you know five or ten frames or whatever wow it just it just depends on how much movement there is in the in the in the footage That's but it's insane. a it, it can be it can be crazy just yeah. the, 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 that is one especially after you know running a list of those actuals it really makes you focus hard on the edit right as a like you kind of have to be your own technical director um now like with a bigger budget like for a movie i mean it's you know balls to the wall like whatever you want i mean <laughs> yeah. it, whatever it, it, like whatever needs to be done needs to be done that's it like that's it you just have to you just make it work yeah yeah whatever however much time you need like do it <laughs> golly that's wild I mean, what's, what's really blowing my mind is that obviously you still have other freelance things you're doing outside of this is a very small portion of what you do so how are you able to balance like all of it oh you're still uh, directing you're still doing party i guess government design stuff animation stuff for different yeah companies yeah if, and stuff if, like if, that. I, if i'm doing contract work for another studio uh the the uh snatch and snack stuff you know, I'll tinker on mm. and uh, I'll work on some stuff here and there. Or if like, you know, I'm bored during the weekend, I just don't feel like going out. Like I'll work on it a little. It just, it just really depends on, you know, how much time I want to put into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, I think after this Chandler one, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm getting pretty hungry about uh, doing this stuff uh, for commission base only <laughs> dude yeah it's just like yeah i mean this is fun and all but it's taking up a lot of yeah. my time <laughs> yeah it's like um you know I, I i look at it 
I look at it the same way I did as my time in New York. It's like, yeah, I was hungry for a little bit, and now it's, you know, it's about time. It's about time. <laughs> if you want it, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, that's insane, dude. So what other jobs are you working on now? I mean, I'm, can you talk about some jobs you've done recently? Uh, you mentioned one last year that was, you said that was uh, pretty intense. Oh. <laughs> so I worked on a, uh, I worked on this, uh, job for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, for, for, for Instagram. For Instagram. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Um, okay. I, I can't, I can't really say who, who okay. it was with, yeah, um, definitely not. but, uh, it was kind of a perfect storm of like management, uh, being not great. Um, it was, uh, COVID, uh, shutting everything down. Mm, it was everyone's yeah. kind of first go at, uh, you know, working remotely and, uh, it was crazy. Yeah, uh, the yeah. hours were just were just nuts. Um, I hadn't been on a job like that probably since the Ford thing. Yeah, New York. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was definitely like a, a shock to the system a little bit. <laughs> um, like like with most uh, motion graphics jobs, when you start with a cool group of people, with um, I worked with this uh, fucking sick director named uh, uh, Chris uh, Mercado. Mm-hmm. Um, he does, he's, he's a director in, in New York that, uh, man, he's got some sick work. If, if everyone wants to like check him out. Ooh, I do. Actually. Um, yeah, he, uh, so he, we, we had, you know, two other designers, animators, um, uh, God, this other guy, dude, I was working with some like celebrity like designers. Yeah. Really? I, I, I didn't realize it until like. I googled everybody I was working with, and like one of the one of the one of the guys is uh, Zipong. Uh, he's like a super super talented designer. Um, this other guy Trung, uh, who is a apparently like I, when I went to Google, I was like, oh, he's got one hundred twenty five thousand followers, and he's verified. I'm like, who is, who is this? And he's like a super super boss like uh, beatboxer. Has one like has one like all these beatboxing competitions? Oh my god! It was insane. And like, so we when we started this job, it was all three of us, and we were doing all this dope like dope shit for this job. And you know, like with every now and then, you'll come across a job where it like starts off really cool, and then because of like agency restriction, it just gets whittled down to you know whatever. But um. We at least made like a director's cut of all this cool shit we did in the beginning, which yeah. is awesome. Um, but yeah, so I worked on that. Uh, I worked on um, my former boss, Mekon, that I that I spoke about. Oh, nice uh, at Ford. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah that with, place, with, yeah. A, with a Ford job. Yeah. yeah. Um, he. Uh, they had a. They were doing a lot of stuff for HP. So, oh, nice. So we. Um, I helped design some uh storyboards for that and then ended up like doing all the animation for us it's like long two minute like animated piece what? just fully animated things it's like 2d like really cool like just simple shapes awesome. but but it was that, that was, was fun a, was yeah, on a commercial cool. or on the website or uh i think it's um i think it was all for web okay but yeah, uh yeah. but yeah that 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 one was cool um god i i did so many like God, I did so many pieces last year that were just kind of all over the place. That's a good um, thing. You were busy. Yeah, yeah. Even despite yeah. the pandemic, you know. Yeah, man. I, I've I've been blessed. The the uh, even though, you know, I've already been working remote for seven years, and you know, by that by that time, you know, I, I think if anything, 
it uh, the amount of work shot up because a lot of studios realize like, oh, we can make this work. Yeah. Like, you know, if if we ever need to go in uh, to a a finishing house together, which by that I mean usually when you finish a commercial or like uh, you know a set of commercials or whatever, you you go to like a post production house where you sit in a a big fancy like edit suite and usually like a producer and the director and the clients will be in there Mm -hmm. and that's where you put like the absolute final finishing touches and then it goes to like tape and that tape goes to like a duplication house and that's where it gets sent out to uh media uh media people to like play it like on on air and and stuff like that so oh my god so as long as you have and some sometimes people i think we did this on this instagram thing we had like live edit whoever the uh i can't remember uh the the editor that we had that we had on the job um she she was uh Sometimes they had like live edit sessions. Really? Yeah, which that didn't last long because it was like <laughs> it was a process <laughs> just to do just to do to do that. But um, yeah, what else did I work on? I think oh I, I so I helped my friend uh, Tim that I mentioned earlier. Uh, yeah. Kiernan, he was doing a lot of work with Len- Lenovo. That's awesome. Out out of Raleigh, so yeah. we were able to do a lot of cool cool stuff with him too. Yeah, it was dude, all over the place, man. That's a yeah. huge clients, dude. All last <laughs> yeah. year? All last year. HP, yeah. Instagram, Lenovo. Well, that's pretty insane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you got to be cool. stoked on that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Wow. So is there any – do you ever want to be like that director or executive director? Or do you still want to keep doing what you're doing now? Uh, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm I'm trying to carve out uh, a niche for myself with, uh, with the Instagram thing. Yeah. Um, uh, this this – uh, MMA job I'm on now. Uh, they're really giving me a lot of creative freedom, love which is that. cool. So love that. Love having that, having that flexibility of just being able to do whatever. Yeah, and this is for um, snatching. Yeah, it's for snatching. Love yeah. that. Or I guess through through snatching. Yeah, through yeah, yeah through that's freaking. Yeah. So is it with the? I was going to say much, but is it through like a agency through his fighters or just uh, through, it's through a, a team? Through a, it's through a. a a partner of a major MMA company. I'll just say that. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> keep it at that. So yeah. I, I was understand what how that was working. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I love cool. when friends get into something for fun. I'm, I'm obviously you just doing that just to you know just something for fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's turned into this huge thing, which your brother told you, and so other friends told yeah. you as well. Like, hey, man, make a separate page. That's gonna be insane and, and it is yeah 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 because <laughs> i'm showing people out, out work cool. those videos man i think is i think it's great man because a lot of them watch a lot of fighting and a lot of them love boxing and just different sports so yeah um every time you post something it's like oh my god look at my friend what's it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, what i'm saying yeah. and it's just kind of cool uh getting the backstory behind all that stuff it's all it's also cool when you're uh like oh here's a here's a good example so um my neighbor across the street um, I was getting in my car one day. He's like, Wes. I was like, I was like, yo. He's like, you're the snatch and snacks guy. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> his his uh his wife was friends with a girl that did CrossFit, and I guess she showed them the page. He was like. That's my neighbor. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute, who? What? I was like, that's crazy. What? Oh my god! So I think I think that that, that that's how it's. 
I'm not like expecting that stuff to happen, but when I went to, we went to our first like national weightlifting meet in Miami, oh, like year, years ago. Yes. So I, I had a uh, one of the girls from our gym, Kayla, was wearing a, um, you know, Kayla, Hanson. Uh, she was at Riley's. I don't I know think, why I'm bringing that, bringing that up on the podcast. <laughs> I think I that sounds really familiar. Actually, does she also do physical therapy? Uh, on the side, maybe not. I think she does like nutri- nut- nut- nutrition. I met someone that goes stuff. to y'all's gym that also does stuff for someone else. I took photos of. It might be her. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, she she was wearing like one of my shirts, and then we went in, and I think I had posted one thing in my story that's that showed what I look like, and we were like <gasps> we were in the the event center, like where all the platforms were, and. And this guy was like, he's like, snatch and snatch. He's like, where'd you get that shirt? And then he he sees me. He's like, oh, oh, you're you're the guy. (laughs) And I was like, what? What? Oh, my God. And then uh, recently, uh, well, a couple years ago, 2019, we went to Daytona for another meet. Um, Rob, Rob was like, man, it was so funny. You walk by this group of kids. And they're like, oh, that's Wes Richardson. That's the the snatch and snatch guy. <laughs> Dude, it's so bizarre. That's like, insane. I think that's. I was really bummed when, uh, uh, when, you know, COVID happened because it shut down a lot of stuff. But we were supposed to go to the Arnold, which uh, oh, the man. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like the Arnold uh, Fitness Expo in wow. in Ohio. Oh my god! And so I was just like nerding out because I was supposed to, you know, link up with all these people that I met through Instagram, and it got shut down and everything and I was like because of COVID and damn would have been cool to like connect with people the way that we've been doing at all these other weightlifting meets and yeah 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 dude man what a I'm glad it's brought you so much joy you know yeah yeah it's cool man I mean it's it's a it's you know it's been a I don't I don't want to say it's been a grind because I've been doing it for fun but um the, now, now it begins like the real hustle of mm. like, you know, how can I turn this into a business? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think you would want to eventually just just do that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Um, I I sort of go back and forth uh, between doing that and doing like just a full on like tutorial based uh, oh. like teaching platform, like a Patreon like platform, but. It, it you can't do both um it's just the time that it takes to, hard. to to do all that i mean you know there's a difference between you know you i i suppose i could I, i'm just so unfamiliar with the the territory of like streaming and and stuff like that so right right it's uh, a whole different I, I, I just assume that you know I, I look at i look at my brother who he streams every tuesday and thursday and he's yeah. sometimes he'll be on there like for four hours <sighs> you know just playing drums and it's like <laughs> it's crazy lot. it's crazy <laughs> that's a lot brother it's wow. crazy so yeah I, i've definitely thought about it um and you know i think one of the I have, I have a youtube channel that's not you know it hasn't really like popped off the way i thought it would but you know a lot of the comments in the youtube channel uh it's like oh man you should start uh doing tutorials you this would make your your page blow up and it's just like god oh, man tutorials probably take three times as long as the videos Dude, like, yeah talk and 
pointing people, point people in the right direction. Yeah, you got to edit. And like, edit. Yes, yeah, it's like, that's you a gotta, whole thing. You got to go through the process of just like making the thing before you even start editing the, the tutorial video. I mean. Yeah, it's a whole different, yeah. I mean, that, obviously, you, you, if you want to make that transition, you easily could, but it would take a lot of time. Yeah. You know, and people yeah. need to be paying. Yeah. <laughs> the Patreon amount, whatever, or whatever platform you want to put that on. Yeah. I mean, uh, but that's a whole other thing, too, is like, you know, most people that do that, they start off doing it for fun just because they want to share their knowledge. Right. But, yeah, I've already gone through it's the like you've fun been, process. You've been the fun. <laughs> you've done the fun thing. We talked about this earlier about clients, you know, not wanting to pay what you are worth. So, um, oh, yeah. 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 You know, you mentioned that earlier, and uh, and that's that happens in every industry. Every, every creative gets oh, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's crazy hearing how you're getting it is, you know, notable as you're getting. People are still being stupid. Yeah, um, it happens, man, and and or or you know people want to do a trade, and it's like, yeah, but what you're trading, I'm not interested in. Like, yeah, if uh, you know, there there definitely been times where I'll trade, you know, if there's a product I like or a brand I like, it's like you want to trade, and yeah. you know maybe maybe they will, maybe they won't, but yeah, yeah, um, or like people that want to do a collaboration, it's like I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't collab for followers. Like, yeah, I, don't. I, I have enough followers. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I will continue to grow the the page, but I'm not like a, I'm not a fiend. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like you know drilling at the mouth to get more followers. You know, obviously, it's come organically, organically already. So why am I gonna you know? I mean, do there there's there's times where I've posted and the response from my current followers will be crazy. Will I get a lot of followers from posting that video? Nope, because no. if people don't repost it and it doesn't get around, then that's fine. But you know what? I like that the people that do follow me are like, they're they're loyal to what I've been posting. They like the content, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with it. Instagram is a whole different beast too. Social media is a whole different course of study. You know, I got people it who is, are just man. on that. And it's it like is, a, it's, I, a, it's bizarre and like, don't even get me started on TikTok. I'm not. Yes, people asked. Someone asked me earlier, like last week, if I was going to Virginia. I was like, no, I'm, no, I, I don't. I don't have any plans doing TikTok. But I mean, I I get why people do it. It's it's also bizarre, man. The uh, younger generations, I don't even think they are on Facebook or Instagram. I think they're either on TikTok or Snap. Yeah, yeah, Snap. Yeah, Snap. Definitely TikTok. I mean, that's a whole yeah. different. That's that's how I feel old now. Because I see TikTok dances with friends or kids doing them out in public. I'm like, what are they doing? There's TikTok. I was like, okay, I'm yeah. old now. I have yeah. no clue what they're doing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. There's like a culture there that is whoosh. Hey. But um, <laughs> TikTok is so funny. <laughs> they uh, There's all these accounts that will post my... So the whole thing with TikTok is like, how do you how do you line up with the algorithm mm -hmm. and you know some people will post a video but they'll put somebody else's audio over it and it'll be audio that is popular mm -hmm. and that's how they get the most uh engagement the most likes oh most yes comments whatever yeah um they've taken that Nganu uh predator video mm -hmm. and i <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen like something butchered up so much that it's somebody will put different music over it. They oh, won't God. even, it, it, but they'll, but it'll, they'll mix it halfway so they can, 
you can hear the original audio. Yeah. Then one person will download that from their from their page. Then they'll put like a text to speech thing over it. Uh-huh. It's like the most great craziest edit ever. Uh 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 uh. And then then somebody will take that and then repost it with the now with new music, my original music, that text to speech. <laughs> then they'll put a fourth a, a fifth layer over it. They'll put a fifth piece of like music over it. Then they'll put a filter over it. I'm like, what is going on? Oh my god, dude. It's and cooked image. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just like baked in five times over. And And her snatch of snacks is right there. And so you just snatch, like snatch of snacks no! is still right there. I think I, I like couldn't help myself one day and was just like you guys know when you do that, it just totally like tarnishes the work I put into the sound design too. Hours and hours and hours and <laughs> hours and hours of work. Yeah. Ruining it. Yeah. Oh my God. Just dude. to get likes. Jesus Christ. That's annoying. But, I don't know. I guess I can't talk because, you know, part of the reason, you know, I'm doing the stuff I do is to get engagement from people too. That's very know. true. It's, 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 you can't really point too many fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about this before we end it, the woodworking stuff. So you say you might possibly be getting into maybe furniture stuff, possibly? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think one of the um, one of the cool things about design is it's, you know, it's multifaceted and, um, at, you know, for working for so long, doing things in the digital world, mm-hmm. you start to lose sight about what it means to have like a tangible final product. Ooh, yes. Um, yes. And I think that's, I think that's something that's like super lost on people. Uh, but you know, my, my dad has been in construction uh, his whole life and mm-hmm. I've been, um, not, not his whole life, but like, you know, as long as I've been a kid or uh, as long as I've been around and um, it's, uh, I, I, so I've, I've definitely learned a lot from him about building things. And, you know, once i bought a house and wanted to, you know, fill it with, with stuff that I've like made. And it's like, Oh, I mean, I kind of want to get into furniture building. And so, um, you know, after making a a few different things, uh, man, it's just, and and just like speaking to other designer, uh, friends who are like super, super into like mid-century furniture and like houses and architecture and stuff like that. It's definitely got me, uh, got me thinking a little bit more about that, about, about that stuff too. And that, some of that, some of that kind of influences like the video work yeah. because it just, I don't know. It makes you think differently about design processes and stuff. Oh, like I that. think about that. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, art inspires art. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Of different mediums. And I think it's cool that I think it's, I think creatives need to have something else to oh. just keep them going. Oh, I, I think, I think you need, uh, I, I definitely think you need, um, something, maybe something that doesn't even have to do with with art. I mean, that's I think that's why I, I like weightlifting is because it's a oh, yeah, it's true. I, I, uh, w- I was telling you about the the podcast that I did with Not- Network last week. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that because they were they were like, what's uh, how does fitness and weightlifting tie into what you do with design? I was like, damn, that's a good question. But it's uh, I think it's great because there's a uh, there's a consistency to training that I think is mirrored in um, in like process. Yeah. So uh, even if you're having a bad day, as long as you show up and do the work, you eventually will get there. Yeah. Um, and that has to do with you know if you're having a creative block, sometimes uh, 
you know, some, sometimes just like going through the motions may help. Um, I, I just think it's, it, it, and, and even if it doesn't, I mean, having that physical will bring you back in line. Right. Um, right. right. I, I think, I think everybody, everybody needs that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say the discipline that it takes to be a weightlifter as well. Yeah, exactly. That that as well. Into, that as well. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of discipline in that, and that definitely translates into everything else you do. Yeah, so, exactly. This is I a, totally agree. This is amazing. This is great, dude. Th- thank you, man. And this is wonderful, man. I, I'm awesome. so honored to have you on the show. I'm been glad just... we finally we finally like made, <laughs> made it work. <laughs> yeah, no. I've, I've been over. I think I first mentioned this to you like forever ago because I've known you. I know I've known who you are for a very long time. I've known who you were for a very long time, and um. Yep. We got to hang out, hang out a little bit over the past couple of months. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. that one good time when Jordan was in town and now and all that stuff. So it's been great, man. Yeah. It it's so been, cool. It's been a blast, man. Thank you. Of course, of course. And uh, if you want to hit you up, obviously Snatch and Snacks on Instagram. Um, you have a personal page. You want to put that on there too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, WesRichardson.me.me. Yes. Uh, I believe that is a uh, Serbian extension for those that want to. Is it really? Yeah, I think I think it is. <laughs> nice. Because I, I, uh, my buddy Gerald, um, he I think his his website was like Salva Me, but he was he wanted <laughs> Salva dot. M-E. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, westrichardson.me is my website. Um, uh, yeah, if you have any any questions, I don't feel bad giving my email out because it's on my Instagram anyway, but westrichardson uh, at gmail.com. I'll link it all, and obviously if you want to commission Snatch and Snacks or I mean, obviously, you're doing other design and stuff too, as well. Are you opening all that commission as well? Or? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's a there's a couple of things outside my wheelhouse, uh, right. but yeah, I'm, I'm open to to most yeah. of it. Or I've, I've told everyone like I can't ask you every single question ever in the world, you know. So if someone <laughs> yeah, has any yeah. questions, please ask Wes. Yeah, uh, for sure. I might I, I might be able to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can give everything, but yeah, man, this has been great. Um, please keep listening to the show, guys. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening right now, uh, Wes is insane i'm gonna go and be bigger and better as the years go on and i'm here rooting for you brother thank you man of course later the free pizza podcast we are on spotify itunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smoke sniggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night